You're listening to episode 36 of the Fat Field Female Podcast. Welcome to the Fat Field Female Podcast. I'm your host, Marcia Chow, a holistic nutritionist, personal trainer, and proud dog mama of two. I am obsessed with helping women achieve their goals, feel confident in their skin, and become empowered health advocates. This podcast is designed to help ambitious women thrive on a low-carb, high-fat lifestyle, so tune in each week as we talk all aspects of nutrition, improving your fitness, enhancing your mindset so that you can take inspired action and live your best life all starting from the inside out. I'm so happy to have you here. Now let's get started. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Fat Field Female Podcast. So grateful and happy to have you here with me today. Again, my name is Marja Chow, your coach, your nutritionist, and your host. So today we're going to talk about the one word, you must get rid, remove, out of your vocabulary if you want to create lasting lasting success in your life and the word is should. Should has got to go. Bye-bye. See you later. Sayonara. Au revoir. So should. Should energetically, there's, there's no conviction. There's no certainty. I should work out. I should eat better. I should handle my finances better. I should spend more time with my parents. I should do 10,000 steps a day. I should be cleaner, etc., etc., etc. And at the end of this episode, I'm going to provide you with three key tips that will shift your nervous that will shift your nervous system into taking steps in the right direction for lasting change and lasting success. And with the word should, let's reframe that. I must, I'm choosing to, I get to, I declare, I'm committed. Because should is a wah, wah, wah. It's like the same word as try. I'll try to be a better partner. I'll try to cook my own food. I'll try to meet you on a date. Like there's no certainty. When someone says try, when any of my clients say try, I immediately say, what? Let's reframe that right away. So pay attention to the language you are using, uh, whether that's, you know, internally in your subconscious, conscious mind, what you're thinking in your head, that 60,000 thoughts a day, or what you are actually verbally saying out loud. Because, you know, people say knowledge is power and knowledge is not power, my friends. We live in a world with information overdrive, right? You can look up anything on the internet nowadays, which is a cursing and a bless, I think, blessing, I think. When I was in high school, there, there was no Google, right? You had to look it up in a book or, you know, whatever, an encyclopedia or, yeah, a textbook, right? Or go to the library. Um, it wasn't at the tip of our fingertips, right? So knowledge is not power because we're in an era – we're in a time where it's information overload and you can learn all, you can learn anything really. You can learn whatever you put your attention and focus towards, but if you don't actually apply it and put it into action in the real world, nothing changes, right? It's just a whole bunch of 
more information, more information, more information that you're not actually taking action on, right? You know, has there been a time in your life where you learned something really mind-blowing or really perspective shifting and you're like that is the missing link that is what I am choosing to do I must do that and you are all gung-ho about making this change maybe it's like joining a spin class you're like oh man that just seems like the perfect workout or maybe it's this specific diet you're like yeah that that all makes sense that works with my lifestyle you're excited about it and you're like intellectually this is it this is this is what this is the missing link. But then there's a, this emotional part of you that has resistance. It's like, oh, but do I really want to pay that amount of money for the membership fee at Spin? Or do I really want to, you know, take time out of my Netflix and do that? Right? So again, just because you know something doesn't mean you're going to act on it. So knowledge is not power. It's what we actually put into action, right? Changing is never a matter of ability. It's a matter of, because we can all change. Anybody can make, anybody can change, right? It's that actual decision and taking action, okay? So let me go over these three tips that will really help you set up Set your life up for success and you can use these tips, whether it's fitness, whether it's health, whether it's finances, whether it's romant, um, rom- romant, romance, uh, whether it's a romantic relationship, you can use these tips in any aspects. They are universal, okay? So tip number one, which I kind of already talked about, look at the language you are using with yourself internally and what you are saying out loud. So remember, remove the should. Should has got to go just like try has to go. Need isn't great either, but I think should is the worst, okay? So I must reframe it when you when you hear yourself saying it or when you think it in your head, just, you know, even if you're thinking in your head, yeah, I should, I should really call my friend up. Yeah, I should. Yeah, we haven't talked in a while. Check yourself. I'm going to, I'm choosing to, right? And even verbally saying it out loud, The next thing with your language is I am are the two most powerful words in the dictionary because I am statements uh, are are bringing on that identity of who you choosing you are. I am. So if you're like, I'm so dumb. Oh, I'm so dumb. I'm so dumb. I can't believe I did that. I can't believe I didn't study hard enough for the test. I can't believe I text that person back. I can't believe whatever, 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 whatever. I'm so dumb. And I'm sure most of us have been guilty of saying this in our lives. Reframe that. So when I have a moment where I want to say I'm so dumb or oh my God, I'm so stupid, I change it. I am so silly because silly is like a goofy. It doesn't have a negative connotation for that. Silly doesn't mean negative to me. So for me, that's how I reframe it. If I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm so silly. I am so silly, Marja. You are such a silly girl. Okay. And then if you want to take it a step farther and not say I am, I get clients and, you know, anyone in my world, I kind of correct them because I know how powerful our language is. Not correct them, but just give a couple tips and pointers. Um, I will reframe like there's obviously days where you feel sad or you feel lost or you feel bloated or you feel like you don't look good in your jeans, right? Instead of saying, uh, I'm so sad, I'm so bloated, Ugh, I am so ugly in these jeans, change that I am to I feel. I feel really sad. 
I feel really bloated today. I know it's not going to last forever. I feel really lost. I feel, I feel instead of I am because a feeling is an emotion and emotion will always pass, right? I don't know who says this quote, but it's one of my favorite quotes. It's like, in nature, storms never last forever, just like emotions will never last forever. This too shall pass, right? So remember, it's the beliefs we have which shape our actions, right? Knowledge isn't power. Knowledge put into action is power. And when you put those actions into, uh, you put those beliefs into action, it's because you value those beliefs and you have leverage in actually wanting to make a change. Remember, it's, you know, our internal wiring, our past programming, our conditioning that creates our reality. Our actions create our results and it's our inner wiring and programming and beliefs and our language which predicts our future and provides us with either the result we want or the result we don't want or the lesson or experience we actually really, I don't want to say needed, but sometimes, you know, needed to have at that very moment, right? So let's move on to tip number two. A goal without a deadline is just a day, is, is, is just a dream. It's just an idea, right? We all have these ideas like, have you ever been like, oh yeah, and this is, doesn't really make sense. This doesn't really align with what I'm saying, but I'm sure we've all fantasized about this. Like, oh wow, yeah, if I won that 30 million, I would buy this house, I'd get this car, I'd donate this much, I'd take all my friends on a trip, and we can fantasize about things, right? It's the same thing with certain things you want to work towards. Say you're working at a job and you're like, oh, wouldn't it be so great if I actually did this job instead? You just think about it, you think about it, you think about it, you think about it, but you don't actually take action. You're just like, uh, someday, one day, and my friends, someday, one day, never happens because the older we get, the time just goes quicker and quicker and quicker and quicker. So write it out, map it out, schedule it, right? It's the same thing. Like if you had a child, your child was in swimming lessons or soccer or extracurricular activities, you wouldn't just be like, oh yeah, whatever, Susie. Like you'd write it down and be like, okay, she's got swimming lessons at this time. She's got soccer at this time. You'd make it important. And I find a lot of people and moms, we will give our all to our, you know, our partners and our children, but put that time for yourself with what you want to map out and what's important to you. Maybe you've always wanted to, you know, join a cooking group or, I don't know, join a book club or maybe you've wanted to start your podcast or maybe you've wanted to do an online business or maybe you've wanted to switch careers. If you don't schedule it, I'm telling you, it will never freaking happen, okay? And lastly, number tip number three, stop being soft with yourself, okay? So there's a difference with, I always say, be kind to yourself, right, with the language I am, again, use the I am statements in, in a positive. I'm strong. I'm beautiful. I'm powerful. I'm a freaking goddess, whatever it is. And then use the I feel if you're feeling, you know, any sort of, I don't like to say good or bad, but anything that isn't a little bit more of a negative emotion, okay? But with that being said, be kind to yourself, right? But also be mother effing blunt with yourself. Be blunt. Be blunt with yourself because 
no one else is going to be blunt with you, right? People are kind. You know, if you're lazy and you're not going to the gym, be blunt. I'm a lazy, I'm a lazy B-S-C-T-H. I, I know going to the gym is going to make me feel a lot better, but me actually getting that motivation and that momentum to go, I'm being a lazy ass bitch right now. Be honest with yourself. Be blunt with yourself. Take it a little step further. If I continue with being this lazy ass bitch, okay, I'm only going to get more unhealthy, uh, have less cardiovascular, have a poor cardiovascular system, uh, be losing muscle mass because, you know, no one can fight the aging clock, right? So take that step, take your timeline and expand it. And our problems only get worse if we don't take action and we don't make change. Call a spade a spade, okay? Like if you have, if you're drinking wine every night or a bottle of wine every night, you can be like, yeah, I'm just like unwind every night. It helps you relax. Be blunt. I have a drinking problem. Because if you're not honest with yourself, how will you change? You won't. You will be soft to yourself. And, you know, most people around you, you know, some people will be blunt with you. I find like the closest people will be blunt with you, but it also can cause friction in your relationship as well. So doesn't it make the most sense for you just to like look in the mirror and be really freaking blunt with yourself? Because until you're honest with yourself, I'm sorry, there will no, there won't be any change. For me, I had disordered eating most of my adult life and I kind of just accepted it as like, oh, I'm just trying this diet, you know, well, I I only have this little bit of like, you know, starving myself here, but then I'll get back to normal. And I just like, in my mind, I normalized it. I'm like, well, I'm just fasting here. I'm just doing this or I'm just trying this. And I make all these excuses in my head, A, because I was working like full-time as a personal trainer and nutritionist. So I didn't want people to know my secret. I was had a lot of shame because people are coming to me to, you know, be their coach and nutritionist. And I had all these issues I was struggling with. So that was a big part. And then B, I was really in denial. I didn't want to have to talk about it. I didn't want to actually possibly gain weight and possibly, I don't know, possibly people find out. It's kind of like, Uh, to kind of like point A but I remember very vividly back in 2016 um, my partner and I we had broken up for a couple years and I was single for the first time in over a decade and because I was single the one thing I really tried to control was my body so I was overtraining I was eating like I think 1100 calories a day I was running every day I lost my period it was really bad and um, my binge eating came back and uh, I remember I really was really really thin at the beginning of 2000 or summer 2016 and then towards the end of it my binge eating excuse me my binge eating came back really bad because I was so deficient in everything and my binge eating came came back really bad and there was this corner store that was open 24 hours a day and I remember I got like chips and ice cream sandwich and there was a pizza place um on main street I got pizza I got candy I literally got like I'm like so much food and I ate so much of it I was so sick and I remember literally crying on my kitchen floor like sobbing and I'm like you can't 
do this, there has to be a better way. You can't live your life with these up and down of emotions. And then when you binge eat, it really is an outer body experience. When I was working with my therapist, because no person who's actually conscious could eat that much food in one sitting. Like you eat and there's just like you're eating and you're eating and it's like you're in autopilot and you're not even paying attention to how much food you're eating and your tummy is just getting fuller and fuller, but it doesn't even phase you. So I remember bawling my eyes out and just being, so, I had personal training clients the next day. I think I canceled and cause I just felt so much sadness and so uncomfortable in my body. And that was the day where I'm like, no, you're not doing this anymore. I took a pen to paper and I wrote down what having this disordered eating was doing to me, how it was affecting every aspect of my life. And that is when I started doing keto. And it took me, if you know my story, it took me six months it, like to really find my unique way of keto because I kind of went into it with a dieter's mindset. But in order to make change, you know, when people say you have to hit rock bottom, that was my rock bottom. And you have to have enough leverage to change. And when I took that pen to paper and I wrote down everything, that was enough leverage for me. And, you know, if you're going through something and you're having a hard time with a partner, an eating disorder, um, dieting, fitness, whatever it is, finances, write down the pros and the cons. And I guarantee you, if it's something negative, there's not going to be very many pros. There will be some kind of pros because we only do something if we have some form of benefit. And for me, binge eating was, was that comfort until it wasn't, right? So... I hope this episode gave you a bunch of insight and let's just recap, you know, look at the language you're using. Should has to go. It must be removed. Secondly, if you don't schedule it, how can it be important, right? Make yourself a priority just as if you were going to a meeting uh, with your boss or going to your child's parent-teacher conferences or whatever it is. Make you a priority, whatever that goal or desire is. Write it down, map it out because if you don't write it down, how can it be important? And then number three, stop being soft with yourself. Be blunt with yourself. You know, look in the mirror and just be straight up blunt. Write down what this type of behavior all the pain it is actually causing you and pain is a blessing because it pushes the needle and pain is a blessing because it causes us to pay attention. So thank you so much for pressing play today and hanging out with me and take one, two, or three of these tips and put them into action today, right now to start living your best life and taking full responsibility for your life and uh, creating more success and more abundance. I'll catch you all next week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. And if you feel you got some extra value from this episode, it would mean the world to me. If you could head over to Apple Podcast or whatever service you're listening to this podcast on, drop a five-star review. Let me know your thoughts on the show. Doing this really helps more people like yourself find the podcast. 
And if you're not already following me on social media, right now is the time. You can find me on Instagram at Marja Chow for all your nutrition tips, tricks, and inspiration, or visit my website at fatfueledfemale.com where you can download my free seven-day keto meal plan with recipes. Thanks so much for tuning in and I will catch you next week.